Welcome to Cryptic Chronicles, a show dedicated to exploring all the mysteries of existence, as well as everything fringe, weird, and cryptic in the world. Today on the show, we have an interview with Daniel Jackson from Beyond the Veil. Daniel is a podcaster, as well as a professional medium. Daniel says he's very blessed with a connection to the spirit world and an ability to contact archangels. So this episode should get pretty interesting. Beyond the Veil says that they help people to fulfill their purpose in life and help bring clarity to people's existence. Daniel asked the question, why you feel powerless in today's world? And then goes on to answer that question. His passion is to help people find their true value in their life and teach people how to become the person they were meant to be, as well as delving into the paranormal. So let's get into it, shall we? I'm your host, Tim Hacker, and you're listening to Cryptic Chronicles. Daniel, thanks for joining the show. I'm good. How are you doing, Tim? Good, man. Can you give us a quick overview of what you're all about? And um, are you a paranormal investigator or more of a medium? I am a medium. I'm, I w- I'm what I call myself a spirit medium because uh, the way that I communicate with spirit is different than uh, anyone that I've ever met. Uh, they uh, can... Most people I've seen who are regular mediums can uh, connect with your mom or dad, per se. Uh, I can get information about your mom or dad, uh, but I more talk to my spirit guides, and my spirit guides are archangels. And the reason I have them is because my main gift is I cross spirit over into the light every day. And because I can do that, uh, I have to talk to them to get certain information. And because I can ask them questions, I can ask them questions about everything and anything uh, pertaining to anyone on the face of this earth. So if someone asks me a question about themselves or something that's going on or like a job they want to get, anything they ask, I can get the answer for it. So Daniel, you say that your spirit guides are archangels? Yes. Um, The reason, like I said, I have uh, my main gift I found out is uh, that I cross spirit over into the light not just any light, uh, I, spirit come to me, I see them, I have a gift to see them, but I see so many of them because they're coming to me. The reason they're coming to me is because they believe that I am the light into heaven. Fortunately for them, that's what I am. That's why I haven't met anyone else who is like me, because there's no one else who is like me, because the light that shines to uh, show the way for other spirit to go into heaven has to be in a physical body uh, in order for it to show the way and do and do it physically as well too, because some spirits just uh, cross over and some don't. Some are just lost and they get uh, they don't know where to go and what to do. So I have to physically talk to them 
and tell them where to go and what to do. Not just people either. I see people, dogs, cats, horses, fish, uh, everything. Uh, some of the other spirit that I see are not human. What I mean by that is they they come from other planets. You can tell they are humanoid, but they do not look human. Uh, but yes, I I'm able to uh, speak to my spirit guides. There are all are all archangels. How many archangels do I have with me? All of them, and all of them does not mean the 12 or 14 that's mentioned in a, in a Bible or any other book. There are hundreds, thousands of them. I know the names of right now. Uh, I think I have 12 of them that I know the names of, um, uh, and I keep getting more names. Uh, but a lot of the names I can't pronounce, but no one can. Uh, so, but yeah, so the light has to be in a physical body. Uh, the, the light was actually previously in my grandfather. Uh, it gets passed uh, soul to uh, soul. The soul keeps coming into a new body all the time. And I'll, I can explain that later. But uh, it was in my grandfather. Uh, my grandfather wanted to know when I was going to be born because it was getting that time. And my dad said, hey, you got to come to the hospital. It's getting ready to be born. And my grandfather was getting ready and he had a heart attack and died. I never met him. And his soul left his body and came into mine. And now it's now it's in me. And I didn't ask for it. I uh, didn't pray for it, didn't wish for it. Uh, it just happens. And that's the way it happens for all mediums. You, you either have this or you don't. You can't go and take a class for this. You either have it or you don't. And the reason I say that is because it comes through with your soul. It's not a choice. It's just a choice that you make to either go forward with the gift or to let it go away. And then it may have to come back with you another time if, if you have to come back another time. But What exactly do you mean by the, the light? What do, you, what do you mean so, by that? So when when you pass away, you hear about this all the time. When people pass away or are about or people who say they have a near death experience uh, and they and they they whatever happens to them and they close their eyes and then they see a light and when that light shines uh, and they feel uh, a sense of love and and caring in that light, it's that bright white light that shines. That's me. That's interesting. I've never heard that before. Yes, because it's only in one person ever. My soul keeps coming back over and over and over and over again. Now, other people's souls come back over and over again, but they come back because the person did not fulfill their purpose. You're here to learn lessons and fulfill a purpose. And if you, you can learn all your lessons, if you pick up a towel and you drop it, that's a lesson. If you pick it up and then just put it back down, that's also a lesson. It's not a good lesson or a bad lesson because there's no good and bad. There's no right and wrong. There's no epic failures. There's no mistakes. There's only what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And that's it. And lessons are just lessons to, to learn because everything you do in your life, you learn from it. But what you're here to do is fulfill a purpose. And if you don't fulfill the purpose, you have to come back. It's not punishment. You're just coming back to fulfill a purpose. And that's very simple. Just not everybody gets it because everybody tends to use their ego because they think their purpose is more special than someone else's so they can be more special than someone else. No one is more special than anyone else. We all came from the same place. We can all go back to the same place if we choose. Uh, so we're all equal. Just what exactly do the, the archangels look like to you? 
They don't look like men with wings, not whatsoever. Um, which ones would you like me to describe to you? Because they all look different. Um, uh, just a nice overview of any of them. Sure. Um, Archangel Michael. Um, Archangel Michael uh, looks like a moose uh, without without any antlers. Oh. His head is across. Uh, his eyes are not on the sides of his head. They are in front of his head, but they're wider across. They're wider spread across. His eyes are. Uh, and his body looks like a moose. Got that very short hair type of, uh, you know, like a moose. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Uriel. Um, um, what's another one? A couple of them look alike. Uh, Uriel. <coughs> Gabriel. Um, Raphael. Uh, they look like a um, a prey mantis. And oh. I mean a prey mantis. The, 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 the bug figure type. Uh, the big bug eyes, they look exactly like a prey mantis. They have arms, but they have a little bit more than just regular arms, like little tentacle things that come down as well. These little like uh, wavy, like like a like a big thick hair would look like just waving around. Uh, but they, yes, they look exactly like a prey mantis. Uh, I've even asked them that uh, question uh, per se, are prey mantises here related to you? And they are in the same family of what angels are are beings of a higher consciousness that have evolved to no longer needing a body anymore and they have been around for billions upon billions upon billions of years um but do they look like men with wings they no they do not that's a that's a myth that's uh, that's brought to you by the people who want to control you you know they're called religion and uh they just want to tell you these things um uh, but they also want to tell you other things like uh, Lucifer's the devil. That's not true either. There is no such thing as devil. I see, and I see spirit 24-7. The only time I don't see him is when I'm sleeping, and I have to take medicine to do that, because if I didn't, they would bother me all night long, mm-hmm. um, because they touch me. Uh, they come up and pinch me and poke me, because they don't see me like a regular person sees me. They see me like a super glowing ball of light. And they're not always sure what that is. So they come up and poke me and touch at me and see what I am. But uh, yeah, there's no devil. Uh, There's no devil. There's no Satan. There's no hell. Uh, You either, you have two places to go. You either cross over into the light and go to what we call heaven. It's just another realm, but we we just give it a name. Uh, Or you remain here as an earthbound spirit. And the earthbound spirits are the ones that just kind of roam the world. These are the ones that haunt the houses and prisons and all that stuff. But uh, there's a big misconception there as well. Um, You don't have to go to a haunted house or to a prison to see spirit. Uh, Spirit is everywhere, no matter where you go, no matter what you do when you wake up in the morning and you should shower and shave and get ready for work and have your breakfast and go to work and come home and eat some dinner and watch some TV and go to bed and do it all over again. Spirit is around you everywhere. Uh, just like that song back in the 80s. I always feel like somebody's <laughs> watching me. Well, they are. They don't care what you do because they don't have to do it anymore. They don't sleep. They don't eat. They don't breathe. They don't break bones anymore. But they are watching what we do. And th- does it really matter? No, because where they are, it's just a, they they are just around. They just, where they are, they just are. There's no space and time there. But the ones who have crossed over, it's different for them. Uh, 
If you die over the age of 30 years old, you go back to being 30 years old. If you die under the age of 30 years old, you grow up into heaven to be 30 years old. It's a prime age. It's a prime uh, set for them because that's when you've always felt your best. Uh, the ones who don't cross over, the reason why you see them, uh, you hear about the, the old men or the old ladies and haunting the houses or whatever, mm -hmm. because the age that you die, if you don't cross over into the light, you remain here earthbound, and that's the age that you remain. Now you're not, you are still kind of uh, crooked up and everything because you're old, because you'll just remain what you were. You're not in any pain whatsoever, but you are, it's harder for you to get around because if you die at 79 years old and you decide to not go in that light, you remain 79 years old there. But a lot of them don't cross over for a lot of reasons, Tim. They don't cross over because uh, someone told them they were going to hell or going to purgatory or they weren't good enough or they were going to be judged by God. I mean, God doesn't judge us. So, Daniel, is there any like effect of personal beliefs that cross over to when they die that affects them? Yes. <laughs> man, you just hit that one right on the head, man. Boom. Thank you. Because <laughs> not, everybody, not everybody gets that. Uh, the issue is when you come into this world, you come in, uh, each time you come in, you come back in as a baby, you know? So you don't know all the stuff uh, that um, is here in the world because, you know, if you take two kids of the age of two years old of every race, green color and stick them in a room, you know, in this big giant stadium room and then turn two of them around, say, point to me, who do you hate? They're gonna look at you like you're crazy because they don't know how to hate anybody. So when you get to that point, when it's time to cross over and you see that light, you have to let go of all your pain and anger and sorrow, grief and guilt and anguish, all that stuff in order to move over into the light. And if you choose not to let that go, you're choosing to stay here. And then there are angry spirit here. There are negative energies that are here because these are the ones who were grumpy and horrible people, these gossiping people all the time. And they like that when they do that here because it gives them a sense of power, like they're more powerful than anyone else when we're not supposed to have power over anyone. No one's supposed to have our power over any person on this earth, but we do because we all taught each other to do that. But uh, yeah, and then they, they stay there. And then in order for them to survive in that realm, in the earthbound realm, the ones who are real negative, there are some people who just don't cross over because they're afraid. They're afraid they're going to get judged or, or all these other things, so they don't cross over. Or there's another reason, I'll tell you that, but in a second, but uh, uh, the ones who are all negative, they have to have more negative energy in order to survive where they are. So what do they do? They come through to this realm, they find some negative people, and then they latch themselves onto them. And then what they do is they'll, they will give you some negativity in order to keep you that way and then turn around and suck more off of you because that's what they need. So it, it turns into a vicious circle. And then those people turn into horrible people and then they choose not to cross over into the, into the light. So yeah, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it can be a vicious circle, um, but uh, that's part of my job. Um, Part of my job is to, uh, when I'm in my dark room here in my, in my little man cave, uh, I darken the place out. So I, because I see spirit no matter what, during the day, anything. If you look at a wall and the wall is white, when I see a wall that's white or anything, 
it's white and blue because in my natural vision now is energy. I see energy everywhere. And that's what they look like over there. Uh, but yeah, they are, they is my job to go there and try to cross over as many of them as I can because I mean, higher power or God, whatever you want to call it, he wants them all to come home. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, there's one misconception. Uh, when spirit, when you pass away and you wake up out of your body, it's going to happen the same way for everybody. It doesn't make a difference if you get hit by a car, fall off the truck, uh, have a debilitating disease, die of cancer, or, you know, or, or COVID, or suicide. All that is is a facilitation in order for your body to pass away so that your soul can move on to the next place. But when you wake up out of your body, you're going to get all the memories back from when you were alive here every single time you've been here. Because most people I know that I do, I've done readings for, they've all been here 20, 30 times because they didn't fulfill their purpose. But when you wake up and you realize that you've been here 20 or 30 times, you're going to know there's a possibility that you might have to come back again. And if you were just one of those people who thought you were a horrible person, or maybe you did some what we consider horrible things, then you may not want to come back again because you're going to know, man, I've been here 25, 26 times. I don't want to come back and do this over again. So they just remain here as an earthbound spirit. And then they, they like to, where they are, there's no rules. So they're allowed to do whatever they want. So if they want to come through to this realm and wreak havoc on someone, they can because there's no rules. In, in heaven, they don't do that because that's not their way of thinking because they've let go of all that, that nastiness, that pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, and all that power and greedy stuff. They let it go. So they don't think like that anymore. That's why you don't have any problem with them. You only have problems with one who are stuck on earth. So if you see spirits all the time, does, that sounds kind of creepy. Has anything like supernatural <laughs> or anything ever horrified you like really badly? Uh, yeah, in the very beginning <clears throat> when I was finding out, I, I didn't find out I was a medium until four years ago. Uh, everything that I know and I'm telling you now, I learned it all from spirit. I learned, didn't learn it from research or any books or anything like that. They've told me everything. I know all kinds of stuff about the Bible. I've never read a Bible. Uh, but yeah, I saw some creepy stuff in the very beginning. Um, I've seen creepy stuff throughout my life. Uh, first house I grew up in was haunted because everybody's house in that area was haunted because we lived near a battlefield in, uh, in New Jersey. Uh, but then every house I went to was, was haunted. Um, but it wasn't the house, Tim, it was me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've, I've had some creepy things. So I'll tell you some things and you're going to go, yeah, that's creepy. So I used to play in a band when I was in my 20s and I came home from a gig and I laid down in bed when I did something laid down next to me. And I kept getting up to look around to see was what was around me. And it was nothing. I did that like three or four times. And the fifth time when I went to get up, something picked up the blanket uh, that I had on top of me. It rose it up to the ceiling and shook it over top of me uh, and scared the crap out of me. Oh wow! Uh, and then, then it dropped it on me. Uh, and then after that, Tim, I slept on the couch downstairs for, for two years because <laughs> uh, it was crazy stuff. Um, I had my girlfriend and I were in that, that same house and she was laying at the foot of the bed. I was at the other end of the bed. We were watching TV and something white, white and milky. It was thick. It was maybe like a foot thick and maybe four feet long snaked its way out of my uh, closet and went uh, three quarters away across the room. And then all of a sudden it just disappeared. And what I was, was that? 
Hello, my name is Nessie. You might remember me from such places as Loch Ness, because I'm a Loch Ness monster. Cryptic Chronicles is sponsored by Blueberry. If you're interested in making your own podcast, just go to Blueberry.com or by going to CrypticChronicles.com. Click on the sponsor link on the homepage. By going through Cryptic Chronicles, you will not only be helping to support the show, but you'll also have the best podcasting host on the market. There's no contracts, and you can cancel any time. You'll have free 24-hour tech support, syndication with your own RSS feed, as well as a plethora of other goodies that only professional podcasters use. There's no third-party sites to log into. Never leave your own website. You remain in control. All you have to do is produce your podcast, write your blog post, and then publish with 29,000 plugins to pick from. By going through Cryptic Chronicles, you'll have one month free of the best podcast statistics, as well as one month free of the best podcast hosting. So go through our sponsor, Blueberry, today. And if you can, visit Loch Ness, because I am very hungry. I have no idea, but my girlfriend said, did you see that? I said, yeah, I saw that. Let's get the heck out of here. Now, that was that was kind of creepy, but the creepiest stuff I ever saw uh, was right before my 50th birthday, right when everything was coming to fruition uh, of why I was becoming a, or why I am a medium. What it all was, I found out later, was they were testing me to see what I would do next, because when you get this kind of creeped out, you're either going to run away from it and say no, or you do what I did and you sit down and have a talk with God or higher power and you accept your gift. Okay. So, uh, so my wife went away, uh, two weeks for two weeks in uh, California and I'm here in Delaware. And, uh, I, I came home from work and my cat was downstairs in the basement. And I went downstairs uh, and you've heard of this guy too. This guy, you're going to hear, you know who he is. Cause you're going to know what I'm talking about. Uh, and I went down the basement and, uh, I said, I saw my cat and I said, come on, buddy, it's time to go upstairs. And he looked at me and he looked to his right-hand side. I looked to my left and I saw this wall of blackness come out. And then I saw a man walk out of the wall of blackness. And he had on this like wide brim hat around the top of his head, looked like a cowboy hat and a, long, man. A, yeah, and a long black coat. And I, could, I couldn't see his face, but I mean, I could see his features of his nose and his chin. And uh, yeah, when I looked him up later, were his eyes glowing red? Uh, no, I didn't see that. He didn't turn his face to me. Uh, but what was weird about it, when he walked across the floor, he didn't have any feet. And I was like, what is going on here? And I was just watching it. And he was in perfect stride and just walked across the floor. And then all of a sudden, he made it across, boom, gone. And then, all, and then after that, the wall of blackness just closed up. And I was like, he was probably using you. 
No, he wasn't well, after you, though. No, well, he's not really out for anyone because now I see him on a regular basis. Uh, and he does also does not look human. Um, he comes to observe. And I will tell you why he is here to observe. I'm going to tell you the secret of the hat man. The secret of the hat man is he comes to observe certain people because we have an ability to see, hear, feel, smell, and communicate with spirit. He's not in spirit. He's coming from another realm. And he's coming here to watch us to figure out why we are able to do this. Because in the, in the other um, dimension that he is from, they can't do it. And they want to know why we can do it. So they, they send him here. Uh, how do I know this? Because he told me. <laughs> I've never heard uh, a non-negative experience with Hatman. I mean, I've heard like a handful of experiences where that weren't negative with shadow people in general, right. but, but oh, the I, hat man is usually malevolent. Yeah, I see. I see this used to see the shadow people as well. These big six foot, seven foot shadow people coming into my house. After I saw the hat man, that's when I started seeing the shadow people. Yeah, people uh, say that he controls them to an extent. <clears throat> yeah, because they are all they're all part of this watcher program with him. Um, and they are just uh, I'm actually on. It's weird to say this because uh, I've I've heard, seen all the stories about this, but I'm on a good basis with him because I know why he's here. He he has told me he's not here to harm me. He's just here to watch me because they want to know how I'm able to do what I do. He, they want to know why I'm such a bright light than all the other people. They can't figure that out as well. So he comes to watch me. I see him. Every time he comes to me, Tim, he looks at me and he tips his hat at me. <laughs> I go, I just go, hey, hat man, how's it going? I just, because I see him in the distance and he just stands there for like 15, 20 minutes, just staring at me, looking at me, like he's, like he's taking mental notes. And I say, you doing okay today, buddy? He just looks at me. I said, I know you're not here to hurt me. And he looks at me and taps, tips his hat. He said, he says, yeah, I'm not here to hurt you. I'm just here to watch you. And he says this, he says, I'm being paid to watch you. And I was like, oh, okay. Being paid for what? I don't know because that he comes from a different realm. He does not look human whatsoever. You would, you would consider, I mean, he wears, <clears throat> when I see him now, he wears a fedora uh, and he wears like a long coat like they would back in the, uh, like the early 50s uh, or, or like the early 40s gangster movies, like the long, uh, long mm -hmm. coat. That's what he wears when I see him now. And wears the fedora, tips it at me. Uh, and But his face, I would say, is almost like a green looking color. Um, but you can tell he's not human. Um, but yeah, I was seeing those things and I, I still see him today all the time. Uh, he comes through. Um, I was seeing, um, green mist and red mist pour out of the walls and floating onto the floor you're just haunted like, what's that you're haunted uh, yes but uh so yeah i was seeing all this crazy stuff and um i accepted my gift and the very next day it changed 
And a lot of that stuff started to fade away. It took about three or four months to fade away, but I stopped seeing all the crazy skulls and the green mist and red mist and all the other crazy stuff. Uh, and then I just started seeing people. Uh, but I, like I said, I don't just see people. I see dogs and cats and horses and cows and giraffes and fish. And, and I see other uh, beings that are not of this world. Uh, they are not monsters. Can you talk about those? Those sound interesting. Uh, sure. Uh, these are the ones that you would think would be monsters. And why would they be monsters? Because that's what they look like. But you know why they look like that? Because they don't come from here. They just come from somewhere else. And everybody else there looks like that. That's what they are. But when they are able to come through into this realm, that's what people see. And they equate that with being a monster. The ones you have to worry about <coughs> are the negative ones. The ones who were horrible people when they were here and remain, now remain over there, they actually do come through and they actually are the color red. Do they have horns and stuff like that? Well, maybe. But the reason they're doing that is because they are of pure energy and they can make themselves look like whatever they want to because they can not only see and hear everything that we are doing, but they can also read your thoughts. So when they see someone and that someone is afraid of something, they read that thought and then they maneuver themselves into looking, morph themselves into looking what is their worst fear. And then that's what they project to you. And that's when you see a devil or a demon. There's no such thing as demons. So the way that they seem visually <clears throat> is filtered through the mind of the onlooker? Yes, that's how they do it. And when you, when you, when they pick up on that, they pick up on your fears. And then that's why they, and then now that you have fear going on because you're seeing something and now it morphs itself into this thing. Now you have more fear. And more fear is more negative energy that now you are exuding from your body. It's not coming from your soul. It's coming from your body. It's coming from your free will. It's coming from your mind. And now this spirit sees it. And now he's going to walk around, hang out with you until you, you either die or you decide to have positivity in your life and change things because they don't want to be around positive energy. If you if you see one of these red things, if they feel pressure on you, like it's pushing down on your neck or on your shoulders, that's a negative energy trying to be around you. Uh, and what they want is they want to suck your energy out of you. They are energy vampires. That's all they are. They do not want you to die. They cannot possess you. Possession is bullshit. What they can do, like positive energies, like your spirit guides is try to, you know, spirit guides are try here to influence you and try to help you. They help you make decisions. These negative energies can come to you and talk to you as well. They'll talk to you in your dreams a lot too, because while you're dreaming, you're in the most lucid state you're ever going to be besides meditating. You're just more lucid state. Uh, and they're coming in and they can bring messages to yeah, you. Yeah, Lucid dreaming is great. Yeah. You just ask them what's up. Yeah, you can ask them what's up, but these negative ones can come in as well. And what they do is they tell you things that they were trying to manipulate you to do. But it's up to you in your regular thinking mind with your own free will to either listen to them or not. Just like people who are around you who are negative. They can talk and talk and talk all they want to. And you can either sit there or stand like an audience member and they're the singer and they're singing all this bullcrap to you and you either listen to it or you walk away. And don't bother yourself with it. Well, some people 
don't walk away. And then they go, oh, you know what? That's a good idea. I think I'll do that. I'm going to go out and kill some people and blah, 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 blah. When they're doing that, that is their own free choice. No one is a, is it, no one is an, basically uh, has a demon attached to them, but they just have this negative energy that's probably around them and doing these things to them and they decide to do it. They could also decide to not do it. <laughs> just like if you were an alcoholic and I was your friend, I'd say, hey, Tim, you know, I, I can take you to classes and, and I'll take you to AA. I can do all that stuff for you. But until you decide that you're going to stop drinking, whatever I say to you isn't going to make a difference. It's all about your choice. It's all about your free will and your choice to do what you're going to do and what you think is best for you. And if you feel it's best for you to go out and kill a bunch of people, that's what you think. I can't do anything about that unless I try to help you get away from that. But if you have your mindset on it, you're going to do what you're going to do. Well, that's what these negative energies are hoping and they want to try to influence you. But you also have spirit guides who are here with you. These are people who have crossed over into the light who have fulfilled their purpose and they souls like to do good things and they ask to come back and be spirit guides for people everybody gets two you get a man and a woman the man is for the more masculine type decisions and the woman is for the more nurturing type decisions but you make decisions throughout your mind all day long about so many things they're just running through your mind and that's how fast spirit and is because they're connected to your soul because it's your soul that runs your body it's not magic or anything like that your brain is just here to uh to uh uh, control uh, put the thought processes in and and then work your parts and stuff like that but it's your soul that that is what makes you because every time that you come back here over and over again that's each soul when it's, when the soul comes back into a body each time and sometimes it's a different body uh you come back here and that's what makes up your personality but uh yeah you can but these spirit guides can come through and they can help you make decisions in your life but the important part about that is you have to listen to what they say and you have to follow through with it. But when you get these bad when you get these bad thoughts in your mind about doing these horrible things, that's them trying to influence you. It's just up to us with our thinking mind to say no to that. But we as we know as you both both you and I know, not everybody does that. I think most people are kind of unconscious when it comes down to like the masses. Yes. Yes. Or they get taught the ways of the world. I mean, like, you know, children, when you, when everybody comes into this world, they all have the same, same gift that I have. They just, it's because you're brand new. You're back here again. You came back with all this knowledge and you have a pure heart and you're able to see everything. But what happens is you get taught the ways of the world from everyone else. And then that gift goes away. Some people, they are meant to have that gift. It's just, like I said, it's not a gift. You're born with it. It's, it's within your soul and it comes through each time. Uh, and you, and it's supposed to stay with just some people, but some people get it. And, and if they are, uh, helped along the way, they can keep it. But most of them aren't because they get taught the ways of the world. They lose their purity of their heart. And then it just goes away. I hear people tell me all the time, oh, my daughter's gifted. I said, really? And I, the first thing I asked is, how old is she? Oh, she's six. I said, okay, well, yeah, of course she has it, but she's pure of heart now. But uh, let me ask a question. So I asked my spirit guides and they said, nope, she's not keeping it. Uh, and then I have another guy I just talked to, the, uh, you know, who says, you know, uh, I got this going, going on. I got that going on. And, uh, and everything was good. Uh, uh, 10 years ago when she was three, but now she doesn't get anything. Well, you know, 
just because, you know, they learned the ways of the world. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, it doesn't stay for everybody. There's only about 10% in the whole entire population. Well, of kids the world. also are told to shut up about that kind of stuff pretty early yeah, on in their life. It's an imaginary friend, Tim. <laughs> it's an imaginary friend. Or you, you've heard yeah. of other people. You've heard just of anything that goes outside of the box. Yeah, well, you've heard of the other people too. The people who say they hear voices in their head, but now they just stick them in an insane asylum. They're not really. They're not just hearing voices. They're hearing really. Vo they're hearing real voices. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody wants to hear that because they don't want the world doesn't want you to know or realize how much power you actually have over yourself, because they want to believe. They want you to believe that they have power over you and they have control over you and you have to rely on them for everything when we don't. That's why Jesus came here to let us know all that stuff. Why could Jesus <clears throat> heal people? <clears throat> why could he make water from wine, uh, wine in, uh, water into wine? Because that was the first time his soul had ever been here. And he was that connected to his soul. He could do these things. He was here to let us know that we could all do these things if we, if we practiced and got back to doing that. We're not even supposed to be here right now. What do you mean by but that? We are. What's that? What do you mean by that? That sounds kind of Gnostic. We're not supposed to be here because if you've ever paid attention to other things, uh, like other races, other being pe people that have been here, like I'll give you one like the Mayan Indians. You don't see the Mayan Indians anymore. But you see all their buildings and all that stuff. But where are the Mayan Indians? You hear about maybe one, a few people who are descendants of it. But the, where are the Mayan Indians? Mayan they got Indians, wiped out. No, they did not. They left. Because they did something very important. They all learned to work together. That's and why just we like are, ascended? Or what's that, the word? Exactly. Apotheosis? Exactly. They exactly. They ascended. They all left their bodies at the same time in order to get out of here because they did what they were supposed to do, as we are supposed to be doing. I love mine stuff. We're not supposed to be here. We're supposed to be working together. You know, as I tell everybody, we all live on the same planet. No one's going anywhere anytime soon. So we better start to get along with each other before we annihilate each other, because that's where we're headed. But we're not supposed to be doing that. We're supposed to be but we're supposed to be doing what Jesus was here to show us, which is learn to live together and take care of each other. I mean, and and no money. There's not supposed to be any money. There's not supposed to be any power, control, greed, money. All that stuff is supposed to be gone. We're supposed to be sharing everything because there's enough of everything on this planet for every single person that's here, you know. But we don't because the people who are in control of everyone, the 1%, they want to keep it all for themselves. And then they want us to work for crumbs. That's why that's why we're in the shape we are in now. And that's why we haven't moved forward. But we are supposed to get to that point. We need to get to that point. In order for us to to get to that point, we have to get rid of all this stuff because all that stuff is clouding everything else we do. It's just a smoke screen for what's really going on in this world. And we need to get rid of that stuff. We need to be able to work together and take care of each other. It needs to get to this point. <clears throat> it needs to get to a point where you can share everything and have everything and anything that you've ever wanted. So you and I could both walk into a store and go get a portion, but then everybody could get a portion. And the reason we get a portion nowadays is because we want to prove to somebody or show somebody we are better than them when we're really not. But if you could have one and I could have one and everyone could have one, then what would be the point of having one anymore?
There wouldn't be any point. Right. So that that point, our wants and our needs would change. Because what you, what do you really need is you need a house and you need a place to live and a place to keep out of the cold and keep out of the sun. And you need food uh, and you need health care and, uh, you know, just basic needs. So if we decided that, you know, everyone was whoever was going to be a doctor was just going to be a doctor to help heal people. That's your job. And if you if you made cars, you just made cars. And if you wanted to go out and get that Porsche just because you wanted to take it for a ride, you could, but you didn't have to buy it. You could just go and get it and then put it back if you wanted to. Or if you crashed it, someone would just fix it for you. But then if you needed to go into town and you didn't have something, hey, can I, is it okay if I have that can of beans? Sure, here you go. Can you do this for me? Oh, sure, I can do that for you. And that's the way it should be. It should I be a much- from like a Taoist point of view, and it's hard for me to imagine <clears throat> a world like that actually functioning. Hi there. Thanks for listening to Cryptic Chronicles. The show is sponsored by Blueberry. And if you're interested in starting your own podcast, use our link. We'll even give your podcast a shout out. Go to crypticchroniclespodcast.com and click on the Blueberry link on the homepage. By doing so, you'll be helping the show. Blueberry is optimized for iTunes as well as all podcast hubs. You won't have to worry about expensive contracts or fees. In fact, you won't have to leave your own website. You'll have your own RSS feed and no third-party sites. Try it for a month free by going through Cryptic Chronicles. Also, if you're a fan of cryptic content, please support the show on Patreon. By giving just $1 a month, you can really assist us in posting more content frequently. You'll also have access to bonus ad-free episodes of the show and the Discord channel. To keep up with all Cryptic Chronicles content, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and of course, Facebook. Give the Facebook page a like and join the Cryptic Chronicles group. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for supporting the show. But most of all, thanks for listening. Hello, dear listener. Have you ever had a paranormal experience? A spiritual or esoteric experience? Have you ever seen a UFO or something that you could not explain? Have you ever witnessed anomalous activity that defies reality? Have you ever experienced unexplained mysteries of existence? If you have your own cryptic tale and would like to have it shared on the podcast, then call 1-800-757-6049 and leave a message of your experience. If it's what Cryptic Chronicles is all about, then it will be shared on the show. Just make sure you thought about what you will say ahead of time, and give a clear and concise account. Also make sure to leave your name, where you're from, or any information that will assist in making a clear picture to portray to listeners of Cryptic Chronicles. Once again, call 1-800-757-6049. That's 1-800-757-6049. We look forward to hearing from you. Well, you know why? Because we've never experienced it.
but that's what we're supposed to be doing. Well, I do believe that there's people like like they can be how you're saying and they should be like how you're saying, but there's always going to be the opposite. Well, yeah, for a little while. <laughs> but uh, that's the only way this world is ever going to move forward. That's the only way we're going to get to the point where we all uh, work together uh, as free people. And then when we get to that point, uh, we will all leave. And this Well, it's interesting you say that too, because there's two be things going on right now. There's the Kali Yuga is ending, I think it's called. And also it's a new age astrologically. It's the age of Aquarius. So a lot yeah. of the old baggage is going to be burned away. The, yes. Kali, the Kali Yuga, I think I'm pronouncing it right. But that's like the dark age that we've been in for a while, according yes. to Indian mythology yes. or Indian spiritual views. Yes, and when they say burned away, Tim, they actually mean burned away. Yeah, I, I can see that as metaphorically in many ways, personally, oh, but it's, than, it could be very, than, do you mean like violently burned away? More than, more than metaphorically, Tim. <laughs> so, um, some, some criminals out there. Oh, here's a big one, people don't know, uh, uh, soulmate. Your soulmate is not necessarily someone you're going to fall in love with. It has nothing to do with that. Uh, you may fall in love with one when you meet up with them here, but you may not because your soulmate isn't always someone you're going to have a relationship with or a sexual relationship with. A soulmate can actually be your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your best friend, a dog, a cat. Why do I say that? Because a soulmate is actually a soul that you are really good friends with when you were back home in heaven and you just come back here at the same time and meet up again and that's why they are your soulmate <clears throat> because when you get to heaven when you leave here and you go back home and you're going to tell them what is the answer what's the answer you're going to tell them tim you're going you to tell told me not to, to you told me to not say that i want to so come I, back again right you tell them no i don't want to come back because it's going to be bad so so when you get there the coolest thing about going to heaven is uh, when you get there, you don't just run into the two or three hundred people you met here in your lifetime. When you go to heaven, you know everybody. But what if you don't want to go to heaven? You don't have to stay in that particular realm. You can go anywhere that you want to. What if you just want annihilation and to be reabsorbed? Well, if you want annihilation and that type of thought, you're going to end up you're going to end up not going into the light. And you're going to remain here as an earthbound spirit. And then you know what happens after that? Nothing. Because there's nothing to do there. And all you do there is stay angry. And you still can't do anything about it. So not wanting to go to the afterlife means that you're sent downward? If you like trying oh, no. to... no. There's no downward. You just move over. You move over one way or the other way. And that's it. And there's no... That is also the afterlife as well. It's just on that side, I see that all the time. When, I sit, when I'm in my meditation room, it's like when it gets dark in here and I concentrate on it, it's like I'm standing on a balcony and I'm looking down. They all see me and they just see the bright white light and they're looking up at me. <clears throat> some of them give me dirty looks because they know who I am and some of them are just like, what's going on here? Uh, and there's, there's landscape there, there's ground there because they're all walking around talking to each other interacting with each other. Some of them are making out because it's not really super bad there. There's just a lot of people just decided to stay there. Uh, 
but there's no trees, there's no buildings, there's no nothing. It's black, darkness. But they're, they're no color at all. Bit. It's lit up a little bit from them because they are pure energy at that point. But is there any, if you want to call that hell, sure, I guess so, because there's nothing to do there. I mean, except the only thing they do is walk around, talk to each other, and make out with each other. They're doing that. But if you cross over into the light and let go of all your pain and anger, sorrow, grief, and guilt, and all that stuff, you can go and visit any galaxy, any planet, anywhere you want to go. You can go into other dimensions and do other things. That's the thing that people don't realize. Heaven is not what you think it is. Heaven's like 10, 100,000 times better than you can ever think it is. We just can't imagine it because <clears throat> you're not you're not supposed to know that stuff because mm -hmm. if you knew that stuff, you wouldn't be able to function here because you're supposed to be functioning here, living your life and being a helpful, helpful person. And if you don't, you come back. It's not important because when you're when you die, your death is not important to you. That's why when you see them in your dreams and you try to talk to them about their death, they turn around and walk the other way because it's not important to them. Death was a was a step in the other direction. That's all it was. Is it almost but like yeah. a relief? <clears throat> oh, absolutely, man! It's going to feel like you just had ten thousand orgasms at once <laughs> because all the, all that. All that stuff that we carry around here with us, that pain, anger, sorrow, grief, we carry around with it all the time, all day long. And we know because it brings us all down all the time. We're worrying about everything. When you leave and go there, that stuff's gone. That's if you go into the light. But if you remain here as an earthbound spirit, it's because you chose to hang on to that stuff. So you will walk around, mope around, Talking to each other, like I said, they're making out and stuff like that. I watch them do that. Uh, they're they're not just making out, man. They're going downtown, but that's okay. But uh, you can do that in heaven as well because <laughs> it's all about yeah, it's all about love there. And there's still some love here on this other side, on the earthbound side, but there's just nothing to do there. I've seen what they do on the other side in heaven. They even dress different. They still wear clothes there. They because you are pure energy you can make yourself look like you want to look like and i've seen them they all wear these like elizabethan type clothes it's pretty cool looking but i've seen structure there they're doing things there so i know there's things to do there but on the earthbound side there's nothing so if you want to call it a hell like i said you can it's not really hell nobody's burning there's nobody torturing anybody there but you are kind of a tortured soul because you you there, there's nothing for you to do now except stand around and stare at living people you you watch people take showers all day long and stuff like that. And if that's what you want to do, go right ahead because see the thing is though, for at least from my perspective, is like living in, in bliss and all that and have all this stuff taken away. Like that doesn't seem like something that I would want. Like because it's more bliss. like I would like struggle. I like to be challenged. Oh, oh no. You're gonna be challenged when you get there. There's so you can do anything you want to do there. Many is, people's version of heaven seems like hell to me. No, no, man, not even close. Now, that, when I watch them, they don't even, they don't like, people say, oh, when you get to heaven, you're going to hug everybody. They don't hug anybody. They walk up to each other, they look at each other, and they bow. It's really kind of cool to watch. You don't just see people there. You're not just going to see human people there. You're like, going to see fight. <clears throat> Not necessarily fight, but I want to like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, you can't do that term. <laughs> it doesn't go on there because- Not necessarily when, fight as in fight, just like a, 
just like fight and like struggle and overcome things. That's what I like. Okay, well, you're not going to do that there. Uh, and you're not going to do it on the other side on Earthbound either because they don't do that there either. Mm -hmm. They just do nothing. They walk around all day. Like, I'm not saying I'm going around punching people. I'm just being like... No, but, but believe me, when you metaphor. get there, w when you get there, you're not going to want to do any of that anyway. You, we say that now because we say that because that's that's what we've been taught our entire lives. When you get there, you're not going to feel that way. You will feel completely different, and and the day that you die, you will you will understand that because you're going to stand up and go, hmm. Well, man, I don't need that anymore. Holy crap, this is cool because nothing hurts anymore. There is no sorrow anymore. You're not you're not struggling anymore. But hurting can feel good, like not well, necessarily in a in a masochistic way, but right. we the greatest way that we grow grow and learn is through pain. Or so we've been taught. You've been taught all that. Everything you have, pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anger, uh, struggle, all that stuff, you've been taught that stuff. And the reason why you know it is because that's all we know, because that's all we've ever been taught. And the reason you're taught that, because they want you to struggle through things the world wants you to struggle through it, then they're going to turn around and tell you, oh, but don't worry, we'll help you, Tim. We'll help you get out of this. Go to this doctor and this therapist, and they're going to help you. And then you go, oh, I think I feel oh, better. Oh, yeah, I would never and ask for help around 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 help. They're going to turn around and tell you, no, you're not really better, Tim. We still have to help you more. We got to, and then they try to convince you into that. Yeah, you. The, the only reason you know all that stuff, everything you know, is because that's what you've been told. But. When you when you get goosebumps about something, when you see something or hear music or something, you get goosebumps. That's your soul telling you this is a good thing, because you're talking about struggling and all, it's all that stuff you're talking about. But well, you I feel like my soul's fiery, like it's a it's a warrior spirit in a way. Oh uh, well, that's because you've been here a bunch of times. You've done those things. That's why you feel it. You've you've been here so many times. Just think back. So. Uh, You've been here how many times did I say? Uh, 26, 26 times? 26, yeah. Yeah, so you're on number 25. So, okay, so uh, um, I'm not going to say you died each uh, single time the same age. You haven't. But just think, say, if you died, just it's still a round number. Say you were 80 years old. So, and you died, that was the first time you hear you died after 80 years old. Then you didn't come back again till the next cycle, which is another 80 years. So it was, it was so that's a that's a total of 120, 160 years, correct? Mm -hmm. Well, well, times 80 by 26. That's a whole lot of numbers. Plus another 26 times because of the 80s because of the 80 year span you had to come back. Yeah. So you've been here thousands of years, and in all of those lifetimes. I know one of my previous lifetimes, I've been here more than that. My soul keeps coming back over and over and over again to be the light that shines to show heaven for heaven, for the spirit to go into heaven. I've been here over 23,000 times. I've been here since the beginning. So I'm ready to go back. When you get to heaven this time, or if you choose to go in there, just walk in, Tim. It's okay. You will have absolute, you will absolutely know you are you. You will still be you. You'll be a younger you, but you will be you. You'll have all the memories of all the other times you've been here. People are going to call you names, and you're going to be recognized by all those names because you're going to know 
you had a whole bunch of names. He better, he better, like, give me a fiery sword and send me to go fight some demons. <laughs> uh yeah, the, no, there's no demons, and uh, Michael does not have a uh, sword, and he does not have a uh, uh, a big shield. Nobody does. Well, uh, nobody's playing. Nobody is uh, throwing lightning bolts, and nobody's playing Dungeons and Dragons because it just doesn't work out. Man, but there is more to do, much more than you can ever dream of. You just can't fathom that because we are only taught what we know here. Just like religious people can't think outside the box because all they know is religious. Mm-hmm. So, but you'll 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 figure it out later on. I enjoy the bad and the good equally. Yeah, it's an experience, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's all an experience. We're here to live the human experience, and then when you leave here. You get to do other things. It's not so human anymore, but you'll see everybody. I mean, I'm, I mean, literally everybody. You know everybody. You'll get to heaven. Uh, I hate a lot of people. I don't want to see well, some people. Well, that's, <laughs> the thing about it. that's that's the thing about it. You won't hate them when you get there. You will be forgiving of them. But, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to spend time with them again because where you are, you can do whatever you want to. And go wherever you want to, and be with whoever you want to, because there, there's no judgment. Just like here, there's not supposed to be any judgment, but people judge each other. So, what's the core message? Them? What's the core message that you'd like to leave with the listeners concerning your work and your knowledge? I want them to, to stop being, so hard on each other. I want them to look, to turn around and see each other. And do what your purpose is to, to help people, just for the sake of helping. Why can you help people? Because you just can. You just should. Because you know that saying they had here with the uh, when COVID came and they said, "Well, we're all in this together." Well, you know what? We've always, always been this into in this together. Mm-hmm. But the world doesn't want you to know that. The people who are in control and power don't want you to know that. I want you to know that we are together. We are all connected to each other. We all came from the same place, and we can all go back there in a peaceful way. But while we are here, we could take care of each other. We could help each other to do better things together all the time. We have to stop building walls. We have to stop putting walls up. We need to stop segregating ourselves from ourselves. Because, like I said. We all live on the same planet. No one's going anywhere anytime soon, so we might as well get along before we annihilate each other. We don't want to do that because we're not learning anything there. We're just learning the things that the people want to control us. We're learning to do those things. We're mm-hmm. taking it out on each other. We don't have to do that. We can just separate ourselves from them and take care of each other, and then move forward. Instead of going backwards over and over again, blaming each other for things that we did hundreds of years ago, what you did in the past is not important. Past life regression, all that stuff, not important. It's what you do now that's important. Let's make a better go of it, and then we can all get along, and everything will be good at some point. That sounds fantastic. That's, that's what I want them to know. How can our listeners 
connect with you online, Daniel? Like, how can they reach you? Do you have any products or hey, where can they my, find you? you? You said my name right the last 10 times. Awesome. So <laughs> uh, they can find me uh, at my, uh, I'm at www.spiritmediumdaniel.com. It's one long word, spiritmediumdaniel.com. Uh, and if they would like a reading, uh, they can come there. Like I said, it's only 75 bucks. Uh, no matter how long it lasts, it's still just 75 bucks. Or if they do a Skype one, it's only 60 bucks. But if they do it in person, it's 75 bucks. Uh, and if they want to get a hold of me with my podcast, we talk about all this stuff about aliens, uh, about, <clears throat> about angels, about spirit, about uh, government and... Uh, and religious control about uh we talk about health and wellness we talk about tarot cards all this stuff i have some episodes coming up i have a hypnotist on there it's gonna be pretty cool uh that is at www.beyond-the-veil.com and the actual show is called beyond the veil with daniel jackson and the reason i named it that is because when i put up try to find names or for beyond the veil I found a hundred of them, and the first one was about reading Harry Potter books. Hmm. What that has to do with Beyond the Veil, I have no idea, Tim. <laughs> but so we named it this. I actually have a. I they they can't sue me over anything, that's for sure, because I actually have a business name under Beyond the Veil. We have a tax ID for that, so no one can ever say anything to me about that. So, uh, uh, and we have that because of my spirit medium Daniel. But uh, yeah, it's it's w it's www.beyond-the-veil.com. There will be a link in the show notes. For today's episode i hope you enjoyed this interview i was taken by surprise on a lot of it and he said a lot of things that i have not heard before cryptic chronicles is available on itunes podbean stitcher google podcasts and basically all podcast hubs you look for us and we are there if you can make sure to like and comment or review wherever you hear this content make sure to check us out on patreon and i'm just gonna do a quick out outro this episode I'd like to thank my patrons, MJ Calvo, Adrian, John, Celestial Weavers, Alien X, Lorna Grubb, Paul, Linda Gonzalez, Angela Delaire, Ashley, Lawrence Lee, and Brad Herbert. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you supporting the show. But most of all, thanks for listening. And as one of the most famous mediums ever once said, remember, the thoughts you think along with your feelings and emotions, control your vibration. Your vibration is a magnet, and everything that comes to you is steel.